Hi, it's Chris Watkin here, and I'm joined by Dave Long, a state agent and letting agent from Shepparton in London with uh, his firm. He's a partner in Newbolts. Thanks for joining me today, Dave. Thank you. I'd like to talk to you about your story as an estate agent um, throughout all the years. I think you've been in the business nearly 20 years now, yeah, so well done. Uh, you get less for arson than murder, <laughs> I think. And um, the, the time you saw the light about wanting to be your own estate agent and turning it from a transactional to a relationship-based uh, a state agency, especially using the power of data as well. Yeah. Uh, so um, let's kick off. Um, 2002, you became an estate agent with Townends. What made you become an estate agent? I was made redundant from a job previously, six months after buying my first apartment. Okay. And literally, I advertised. Uh, sorry, I um, applied for every job I could find. And town and estate agents came back to me first, and um, it was a blessing in disguise. Though looking back at it now, how old were you in two thousand two? I was twenty one. Twenty one. Yeah. Just bought your own house in London. Yeah, apartment. just yeah, right by Heathrow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Been a train spotter, eh? Uh, a plane spotter, yeah? Uh, no, not really, no. It was what I could afford at the time. <laughs> good for you, good for you. The, the, it's how, that's Hounslow, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good yeah. Stuff. just a few not miles away. part of the world. Not that's all right. Yeah. Um, can you remember your first day in the state agency? Yeah, yeah. How did it go? Um, completely thrown in at the deep end there. Um, so the day I turned up, it was the manager's first day as a manager as well. Okay. And I was basically put in the corner of the office with a huge pile of applicant cards, call through them all and see who's still looking. That was my okay. job for the next okay. few days. Uh, what was your training? Just a, there's a phone? Everything on job, on site as that really. Okay. Yeah. And how did those calls go? Um, I would say that most of them, like everyone, is leave messages. Um, you call at the wrong time. The ones that do want to talk to you, you'll you'll have some sort of a conversation. But of course, I didn't really know what I was asking for back then. It's probably a good thing though, because you weren't in sales mode, were you? No, not at all. It, it was just your mind is a sponge, and you're taking everything in and and listening to the other guys in the office that are already doing it. Okay, so by the end of the first month, did you think I like this? Yeah. Why did you like it? I felt whatever I was putting into it. I, I knew I was getting out of it. So previous jobs... What I do you could, mean by that? Previous jobs, I could work three, four times harder than somebody else, but we're all getting the same thing out of it at the end of the day. Within this, what, what you put in, you know, not just income, but just the feedback, the clients, the relationships you build from that, and the doors it opens as well. Why is that important to you, that, every, that you're treated equitably and fair with regard to your efforts? Uh, I always have done, really. Okay. Um, Does that come from your parents, grandparents? It must be parents, yeah. Okay. No, I've never really thought about it, to be completely honest. Mm. But yeah, it's, um, it's one thing I always say to my, my kids now. Um, it's great learning all these things, and, but they've got to learn how to put it into action. And you can meet the cleverest people in the world, but if they don't, all that knowledge, okay. if they don't actually action it. Okay. Was it, was it was it winding you up that your previous job that you were working two or three times harder, but still coming over with the same amount? Yeah, without knowing it though. Only once I experienced something different did I know that. 
like to see you only know it when you see it. Correct. You? Yeah. Okay, so you you were you were a bottom bottom runner. Trainee negotiator. Yeah. Okay. When did they start sending you out on viewings? Day two. Day two. God, yeah. you're cracking on here, Dave. Yeah. First valuation, second quarter. Okay, that's a bit quick, wasn't it? It's, yeah, it's not not the way I would do it, but. Was it a case of the value was ill that day, or? Uh, no, or maybe a bit too busy. Okay, probably a time waste. <laughs> then we'll send Dave out there. Young yeah. Man. So you went in the in the in the company box all over, or something. that was right. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Can you remember your first phone free valuation? Can I remember it? Mm. Yeah. Do you get it? No. 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 But what do yeah. you particularly remember about the property or the people? Uh, I, I remember the property clearly. I could walk there. I don't know exactly where it is. Um, we all remember our first, don't yeah, we? Yeah, absolutely. My manager said to me, do you believe in our fee and what we do? My, so I said, yeah, of course I do. He said, right, you ready then? Go, go in there and tell them why. Um, but no, it, it, it didn't come to the market with me there and then it may well have a little while after. Okay. Did, when did you start to become more of a valuer as opposed to a neg? Uh, so I was with, when I started at Townends, uh, probably 18 months after in that office, I was approached by a manager of one of their top offices to go there. Went there kind of in a senior role and started valuations at the back end of that. So that would be probably 2003, 2004, somewhere around there. Yeah, and a bigger team, much more experienced team. Just every day you learn something. How, did you, how did you feel as a 22, 23-year-old that one of the other big bosses had, had tickled you? Brilliant. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah brilliant. Did it go to your head or were you pretty level? It went to my head. Okay. Yeah, within six months, he was then having a conversation with me. Remember why I brought you here. Yeah, which was you, a bit of a wake-up call. Do you think that was just youth? Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. But did you learn something from that? Yeah, he's one of my best friends now. Okay. Yeah, nearly twenty years on. Um, yeah, so absolutely, he he taught me loads um, how to talk to people as well. Do you think you'd still be an estate agent if you hadn't have moved over to this second office in Townlands? Yeah. Yeah, but you did, do you think you'd be here today if you hadn't have learnt what you taught you? Oh, uh, that's a good question. Um, w one way or another, yes. Yeah? Yeah. Probably just a different path. Different route. What did he teach you? J how to deal with people. It, um, no matter who he was speaking to, from one phone call to the next, it was, it could be a joke in the office, as soon as he's on the phone, it was business mode and he knew how to react to that person. The next phone call could have been a completely different type of person, demographic, and he knew how to switch it and have the correct conversation with them as well. Do you think the youngsters of today are learning those skills? Uh, possibly not. Okay. Is it our response? I mean, I'm assuming, I do hope you teach your guys these. Yeah, I, I think... Um, It's a different, I think what I was doing at 15, 16 is probably very different to what 15, 16 year olds are doing now. Um, what were you doing at 15 or 16? Working. The minute I could remember, I wanted to get a Saturday job and, and earn a couple of quid. Okay. Where, where's that work ethic come from? Parents. Why, why is that? Why, well, how do they instill that in you? 
I would wake up in the morning, Dad had already gone to work. As I was going to bed, Dad was coming in. What did he do? Uh, chartered surveyor. All right. Yeah, chartered building surveyor. Big job. What did your mum do? Uh, uh, nothing until I started school. So she was at home, and then as soon as I was at school, or my brother was at school, um, she was then like a purchase ledger for a breakdown company. But but they instilled hard work. Do you think? Yeah. Do you think we as as a society have instilled enough hard work in our children? No. Okay. Not any, no. Not I don't think do, I see. Do you in your it. children? Yeah. And you think they're going to be better for it? I hope them? so. This the, that's the How aim. How old are you, kids? Uh, Eleven and six. Good stuff. So, well, hopefully they'll look back at this in. Yeah, hopefully. Time. But yeah, I'm I'm very aware of that and conscious of that they need to know that, definitely. So. You were at Townends until two thousand and five. Yeah. Then you moved across to Gascoigne and Pease. What 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 made that move? The area manager was out viewing with me. At Townends, okay, uh, got them really well. So he said, "Whenever you want to try something different, give me a call." Right, and maybe two, three months later, um, I wanted to try a different area, working for different people. I'm a firm believer that you learn something from everyone. Okay, and so it, my aim was always to try and progress my career. And whoever I was working with, different. So, the best so bits sorry, from them. You, you were out on a viewing with Townends, and you met the area manager from Gascoigne. Yeah, I was taking him out viewing his next home, and he just said, "If you fancy something, yeah." Was it hard sell or was it nice and easy? Nice and easy, yeah. Excellent. The interview was in a pub, and we'd agreed everything within half hour, basically. Good stuff. But so moved to a completely different area, different marketplace. Whereabouts was that then? Uh, I then went from Staines to East Sheen, South West London. Right, wow. Yes, it was Did you have to move? Nope, travelled in every morning. Okay. And were you, were you, were you married at this point or had a partner? Uh, no, we had a partner who I'm now married to, yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> How did she feel about you having to travel a hell of a lot more distance? She was an estate agent in Richmond, so that helped. Fair case. Yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you both meet in the estate agency? We met at Townends, yeah. I met my wife in, in the estate yeah. agency and we were at the same. Yeah, I think. Is that? Um, my, one of my business partners, she met her husband in Townends as well. There you go, eh? It's that industry. It is that industry. Yeah. <laughs> is she still in the state agency? No, she's, um, she was 10 years, 11 years now, secretary school teacher. Fantastic. Which she always wanted to do. She fell into a state agency. At least she had the balls to actually take a step away. And what does she teach? English. Fantastic. Yeah, yeah. She's very so, proud of uh, Yeah, she's phenomenal. Yeah. Um, we... She left the state and she she done an open university degree to get her English, um, and then that was it. She was into school from there. Lovely. And is that yeah. local to where you are in Shepparton? Uh, we live a bit further out, but yeah, she's like she's local secondary school now. Lovely. So how was how was life at Gascoigne Peace? You were there for about a couple of years. Yep. Again, uh, really, that was up until now. That was probably my best time in a state agency. Fantastic team. Why did you enjoy it? Uh, I, I loved working where we were. Southwest London as an area was was brilliant. From where I came from, it, you know everything was bigger, bolder. Yeah. Um, countrywide, Gascoigne Peas was part of the countrywide group. Okay. So who was the who was the big boss of Gascoigne Peas at that time? Darren Simpson. Yeah. Yeah. So that and name, come, name comes up all the time. Really. Yeah. Good, good And I really enjoyed working for that company. I loved it. Um, Learned loads. Um, the why did you leave them? 
I left, so when I was at Gascoigne Peas, I, I was getting on really well. I'd been offered an office, but didn't, felt, didn't feel I was ready for an office in terms of getting enough valuations to keep an office going. So I stayed as assistant manager. And one morning, our area manager came into us uh, to do a morning meeting. And I'll never forget, he missed the whole morning meeting. All he was doing was answering phone calls from negotiators everywhere, moaning about company cars, moaning about other employees. And after the morning meeting, he, he sat down with me and I, I said, oh, I said, you missed all of that. He said, I was just dealing with one, one issue after another. He said, wait till it's your turn. You're doing that in a few years. And it, it was like a, a click. I didn't want that. Everything I love about the business is being out, meeting clients, Press viewings, valuations. Yeah. I thought he was more of a primary school teacher looking after staff. And it's, it's weird how things happen. Then about five, six months later, I got chatting to my next employer, Hodders, um, which was my area manager from Townends had opened up their own office. Okay. Um, and we just got chatting and he asked me to come in to help push that forward and with the view that franchises would open later on. Oh, so I could always be hands-on. So that was, the, that was the route. So by seeing what had happened to the area manager with Gascoigne Peas, which is countrywide, you thought to yourself, my God, I don't want that. Correct. Yeah. You love the thrill of the chase, doing the deals. Yeah, and speaking to the clients every day, meeting the clients and being part of what their journey is. It sounds to me that you're very relationship-based with regard to your estate agency, not, not yeah. transactional. Correct. Let's hold that thought. We'll carry okay. on with that later. So you went to Hodders in 2007, yep. uh, just as the housing market went, uh, what's the name up? Yeah, okay. good timing, eh? Squeaky bum time? Sorry? Was it, was it squeaky bum time? or? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we had a really good team there, and by mid-2008, it was the two directors myself left. So everyone had to go, unfortunately. But, okay. you know, it, um, I was working directly under the two directors who were two of the best estate agents I've met. They, um, they really taught me the business side of things, you know, because every penny counted then. So you'd, you'd learn your love of being an estate agent with, with, with town ends and gas coins, but the bosses at Hodders taught you how to be a business person as well. Correct. Because that's quite a rare skill, isn't it? Yeah, I was, I was very fortunate. Yeah, very fortunate. Okay, so the housing market in London came out quite quickly in 09-10. I'm assuming you had a lovely run at it. Yeah, but yeah, absolutely. Um, very quickly, we opened two, two more offices. So we had three offices quite quickly, probably by... 2010, 2011, and then we opened up a fourth office a couple of years later. Okay, and you were running one of these? And yep, yep, and helping support opening up the next one as well. Enjoying life, you know, in the 12, 13, 14, you were getting training. Yep, 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 good training. Um, yeah, every, and every, every, you're seeing every aspect of the business as well because it's such a small company. The, it sounds like perfect nirvana. We're in twenty twenty one, and you left there in late December two thousand seventeen. Yep. When, what, what point in fifteen or sixteen or seventeen did did you think actually this isn't for me? Um, I think when I joined the company, it was it was always of the hope that I would probably go franchise, or and it, it just didn't work out. Just how the the company evolved and the directors were doing their thing. I wanted to I, I look at 
Could you bought in, do you think, on some equity, or is that? I, th I think maybe at the end of it, yes, we, we, we could have had that chat, but I, after speaking to the guys at Newbold, knowing how we wanted to move forward, I didn't see anything else. Were you just unhappy? I mean, what, what? Um, I, uh, oh, I don't know if unhappy is the right word. I, uh, I mean, we're not, this is nothing against Hodders. No, just, no. I just want to... 2016, 2017, I went to see uh, Josh Fegan in a seminar. Okay. And it sounds ridiculous now, but the things he spoke about then, all, all I'd ever known was make the phone calls, get the viewings, get the offers, get a salary, get exchange, get the next one in. He was telling us to get a completion, call the buyer the next day, see what problems there are, you know, open up a can of worms, they know you're there to support them and keep this relationship going. Pretty and late. I love that idea. The fact that you've become a state agent for life. Correct. Yeah. If they felt they needed advice on an extension or anything, they knew they could call me. And that's what I really liked. And do you think with your, ex your existing employer, they were more transactional in their approach? As a whole, yeah, but they re they really really wanted to change that after we all saw Josh. Okay, but the, it's the practicalities. You know, we had a four offices, maybe five six thousand contacts in the system. It's knowing where you begin and how to change almost, that whole ethos. It was almost like a super tanker, and and you want you wanted to move it in one direction, but you would have to bring everyone with you. And yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah, and, and it's one thing having the staff on board, but then the actual process of changing everything is, is huge. And it was almost like a burning desire that you wanted to try this for yourself. Yeah. And you knew it would work, but... Yeah, yeah I, I had to park the, in my mind, I had to park the idea until an opportunity arose. Didn't that frustrate you? Yep. Hence why when the call came from from Newbold to just have a chat. It, uh, so that was in that was in late 2017. And, yeah. Um, Newbolds were a letting agency run by, is that Leah and, Leah and Barry? That's right, yeah. Okay. So why did they contact you? Because obviously you worked with them back in... back in Worked with them previously, yeah. Yeah. Um, as you do, you always keep in touch with previous colleagues that you always got on well with. And it, it was pure chance that Leah texted me one day just out of the blue, um, just to talk about open up a sales department. And then a couple of nights later, we all met down the pub. Okay. You do like your pubs, don't you? We do, yeah. We could then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And, and they offered you a partnership in the firm? Yeah. Had your wife become a teacher by this point? Yeah. Were you not scared that you were leaving a, what could be best described as a damn decent job with others? Uh, not once, amazingly. Surely you must have had some fears. Uh, I didn't, no. I, I knew the marketplace we were opening up in. I knew, I knew Barry and Leah really well. I knew how they worked. It was the same mindset as myself. Um, no, my wife was 100% go for it. It must have meant the world to you that you're yeah. the other half. Yeah, absolutely. Can you remember the day you handed your notice in? Yeah, I was petrified. Okay. Yeah, absolutely petrified. And how did it go? Yeah, brilliant. We got nice lunch. We told them what was what. Um, we got a great lunch in and sat there in a couple of hours and it was really good. Yeah, it was really nice. So they didn't burn their bridges. That's a lesson learned for everyone. No, not at all. No, not at all. Yeah, they're great guys. So you started up, you started the sales department to New Bolton Shepparton, which yep. is in Surrey. How did it go? 
yeah, um, eager to get started. Um, day one was, was uh, I hate the term back to basics, but it was door knocking. It's, it's tout letters. It, it's trying to get your name out there as quickly as possible and clinching on to someone that's unhappy somewhere mm. so that they jump ship and try something different. And when did you, when were you able to start opening that can of worms, which was the relationships, what Josh Vegan said? When did you start? Um, I, I would say three, four months after we started, uh, I, across various social media platforms, um, there were adverts for an estate agency X um, conference and just glancing through it, I was looking at everything back then just to see what way we can do things. Um, and the advert was along the same lines of the things that jo Josh Regan discussed. So I booked a ticket to go have a look at that. Just to, I knew that it would be about my mindset and what I wanted to do, but just to see how it could be implemented. Can you remember the first time you saw Mark on stage? Yep. Yep. Because he's very good at eulogising, isn't he? He is. Yeah. yeah. It was a good day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'm not, not <laughs> So what was the th one thing that you took away from what Mark was saying? I, so everything I wanted to do with, with the relationship was exactly what he was saying, but he was just, he was, Using it as a data-driven company, Almost, um, like a system, like a system. He his his system enabled you to nurture correct those relationships. Yeah, but I so everything he said about how we should be working and operating, I completely agreed with. But for the majority of that day, I was still sitting there wondering how I can do it. And then obviously, he then talked about his software, and that was it. Light bulb moment. When did you actually take? When did you actually? Did you actually start talking to him straight away about it? Yeah, I, I did. Um, so myself and Leah attended that event. Um, we were both very much for it. Barry wasn't there, um, so it was then us talking to Barry and saying why we like it. Okay. And it was probably it wasn't until the following year that we we so, then became a client. Okay. Trying to persuade somebody to buy a system with a price tag that Lifecycle is, who's not actually listening, yep. <laughs> is, is a real hard thing. So how did you, how did you, persuade's the wrong word, how did you get Barry to buy into the fact is that it costs a lot of money? Uh, I think it was, he trusts he trust Leah and I. Um, he knows what we're good at, and we were very keen, very, very keen to move forward with this. Um, and I think, uh, you know, month on month, quarter on quarter, we were doing more and more business. Organically, we were growing. At some stage, we were going to have to bring maybe somebody else in. But this, the software that we're using now, the way I mentioned it to Barry, it was half the price of a crap neg. Yeah. So and that, that was it. And if you had to describe what Lifecycle does for you in your agency, mm -hmm. in nice layman terms, that as the agents could understand, what, what does it do? 
so it does all my social media is, is one thing. Um, the biggest thing it does for me is it contacts everyone in my database. Um, I, what I quickly learned was that it's great wanting to nurture all these people and keep in touch with them long term. Because I can just put them onto MailChimp, can't I? If I, if I wanted to, I could just bang, shed loads of bloody Yeah, you could out. do, but it's getting the right message across to them. Yes. Because they're always going to be at different points in their journey. Yes. And it, that's easier for us to manage through, through the life cycle. So you put in content, yep. which is of interest, I'm assuming, not, not didn't talk about yourself and your pie charts or anything like that. When there's not one pie chart in the system. Good lad, that's what I like to Because <laughs> <laughs> if, if it does, I'll come down to London and slap you. I said nicely. Um, okay, so it's not just a neat, it, it, it's not just an, a Mailchimp which just chucks stuff out. It kind of tags people, doesn't it, in terms of where they are on the journey. So does it then actually then throw back names of people that you should be ringing because they're about to make a decision then? Yes. Yeah. So uh, does that shit work? Very much so, yeah. You sh come on. Well, what, yeah, it does. So, and this is, so we've built various different audiences. You know, we've, um, we've got journeys for landlords, journey for people that want to become landlords, journeys for buyers that are looking through us at the moment, sellers, and then just homeowners that maybe aren't looking to move in the near okay. future, but at some point they have an interest in either the local market or property in general. So they're all getting relevant information. And everyone's not getting everything. They're getting information. No, what Mr. Smith, the investor, might get at 10 o'clock today, Mr. Jones, who's just bought property, at the same time will get something completely different, but relevant to what they're But that does in. mean, though, you have to feed it different content. Yeah. That must take an awful lot of time to write. Not a huge amount of time. Um, we, we, we aim to have one piece of content out a week. And obviously, we've been doing this for two years now, so we've got a good catalogue, and we always make it our, our town specific. Um, so yeah, so there is always something different for someone. So you're checking out local relevant content, what about yourself or about the property market? The property market, what's happening, what might be happening, um, local businesses, um, anything local. It's all about keeping it local, is it? Yes, because that's what they're not interested in what I'm doing. They're interested in where they live. Did you have any teething? Sounds wonderful, but mm -hmm. quite often these things that they, you know with these prop techs, they sell you snake oil, but, and then when they actually, then they don't actually help you implement it. Did you have any teething troubles implementing it? Not externally. You know, I, I would say the only issues we had were, were probably ourselves in in um, I'll say in letting go because it, it you have to completely change the way you're working from what I've done for 17, okay. 18 years. What, you have to trust the computer to basically check out the names that yeah. you need ringing? Yeah. Yeah. I, 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 uh, yeah, you do. You've got to trust the process and then when you see it working, that's when you respect it and you know it's working and that's when you just want to feed it. And, and Barry's still happy with it? Loves it. And it really is the price of a half of a crap half, half of price of a half crap neg. That's the way I looked at it, and was to, to discuss it with Barry. Yeah, and you think it's twenty four seven, three hundred sixty five days. You know, I'm sitting here now, and it's working, getting me clients. Um, it's always working. It's not having a day off. It's always pushing. And what support do you get from Lifecycle to ensure that it's still working? 
Uh, the support is, is great from them guys, and wh where I really noticed it was the first lockdown. Um, we locked up the office, went home, we all went home to families, wondering what was next. Um, next day, I had Mark and Rob, right, we've got a webinar, so we had two webinars a week. Just bouncing different ideas around. Um, you know, we're, we're clients of other things within our industry. I didn't get anybody else contact me. It was just them guys. Um, so yeah, so we, we put a lot together during that first lockdown. We've had the time on our hands to do it. And, and subsequently, with regard to help with Lifecycle, a lot of uh, Lifecycle agents say they love the support they get from Rob. Yeah, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, he's great. Why is that important? I'm going to sell myself. Why is it so important for a prop tech supplier to help you embed their own? Um, I, I think with those guys, they've, they're not just prop tech suppliers. They've, they've done this job. Mm -hmm. They've been there, done it. Um, so they've got their own experience of what works, what doesn't. And if they notice something that they've done previously or know of a client that has worked, they'll, they'll let us know so we can implement it in our system. Are you not concerned that you know that the true benefit from this is going to be long term? Although you said earlier on that you are in this game for a long game. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, how old are you if you don't mind this game? Forty. So you've still got another twenty-five years left to go, haven't you? Yeah. Well, hopefully not that. Hopefully it's uh, less than that if it all goes well. <laughs> but if you do that well, you'll get bored and you'll want to yeah, come yeah, back. Yeah, 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 maybe. Yeah. What would your advice be to estate agents considering that, that they want? Date there, you know. Let's be honest. Estate agents sit on so much data. Yeah. All the reports say that data is where everything is at. Do you genuinely believe it is a game changer in a estate agency? Yeah. As much as the portals were, you know, when they came in, it, it changed how we did everything uh, in terms of our advertising. This this has got to be the same. And I think away from the industry, there's so many good examples of of that as well. You know, you look at the Netflix versus Blockbuster. Only one winner there. Indeed. Can I thank you for your time today? I can, yeah, it's been great. Thank you. No, thank you. Uh, I just want to stress for the record that Lifecycle have not paid me a penny to do this video. It's just that I am a, a huge, massive fan of, of the system, as long as you work it well and you feed it well. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Okay. 100%. And you let it do its thing. I know there's some agents out there that just bought it and then didn't spend any time with it, didn't spe feed it for the content. It's not going to work. And then it's just an expensive white elephant, isn't Absolutely. it? Absolutely. Yeah. There's okay. still a job for you to do, definitely. But if you do all that, it needs serious consideration. It's not for everyone, is it? No, absolutely not. No. But for us and our business model, it's perfect. Yeah. Thank you for your time today. And please do check them out. As I said, I'm not being paid to, I'm stressed and I will keep stressing it, not being paid to do this. It's just that when I see something I like, I shout about it and I love Lifecycle. Thank you for your time today, Dave. Thank you.